Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, Tail Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager. Thanks to Damon Benning for getting us kicked off on signing day 2024. Mike Babcock with us now from Hale Varsity. Heard at Sports, Bill Dolman joins us. Evan Bland and Mike Schaefer. Next hour, we are uh, efforting a couple of uh, commits from this class. We'll also hear from Dylan Riola and Mr. Uh, Matt uh, Rule, his presser today. So a lot to get to in the next couple of hours. Roll call real quick. We do this. Jeff was in. Morgan, Anthony, Brian, Brennan. One through five and many more. We'll get to your stream comments. Babbers, another signing day. Let's uh, talk reaction here. Eight Nebraskans, five uh, Floridians, and five from the Lone Star State. Uh, total of 26. What do you think? Uh, I think that's good, what you just mentioned. You know, the uh, in addition to getting the Nebraska uh, guys, um, you got five from Florida and five from Texas. I think that shows uh, the effort that this coaching staff has put into the to the recruiting class, and I think it's the value of, of what recruiting is for Nebraska and able uh, to be able to get the best players or most of the best players from in-state and uh, and then also uh, be able to get states like uh, Florida and Texas uh, in the mix. I think that's really important for Nebraska. You have to go that way. Mike, uh, a point I brought up on our, our show yesterday, and I want to get your thoughts on is, do you think this class resembles the successful Husker classes of old where you're really locked down not only the state borders, but the 500-mile radius as a whole? There's a big 500-mile radius flare with Kansas, Colorado, Montana, if you consider that part of the 500-mile radius. The, the Rockies, right? Iowa. That 500-mile radius well represented. Then, as you said, you go across the country to Texas, to Florida, uh, to the East Coast as well, North Carolina. You'll pick and choose your spots across the country to bring in some other guys. Does that remind you of recruiting classes of old? Well, yeah. Um, one of those states that Nebraska did well in, I think, was California. It was able to bring in some guys from California. And, and Texas was always a, a good state for Nebraska. Um, I think that it, it became more difficult, you know, with the creation of the Big 12, obviously more difficult now in, in the Big 10. But, uh, yeah, it, it does. It's the, it's the kind of mix that you have to have, I think. Um, stay close to home in the 500-mile in the radius, as you mentioned, but also you've got to have these areas where you uh, bring in these players um, you know, being in the Sugar Bowl a couple of times enabled Nebraska to get some guys from Louisiana. Um, being in the Orange Bowl obviously facilitated the, uh, uh, the, the the Florida guys that Nebraska was able to recruit. And then there was a good connection that went clear back to uh, to the towards the end of Devaney's tenure as coach uh, to California because Nebraska was very aggressive there. In the, in the late 60s of, of getting uh, junior college players, especially uh, from California and, and in the West. 
and uh, those players play significant roles in Nebraska's uh, national championship run. Mike Babcock's with us from Hale Varsity and Hurt at Sports. Uh, get a subscription to Mike's bi-weekly newsletter at MikeB at HurtAtSports.com. So I, I got to ask you about the, the Riola buzz uh, nationally, locally, and the, the thought of, you know, his opportunity, uh, just uh, the, the talent walking in that door for Nebraska, the quarterback spot is as good based on his pedigree since what, Frazier, since Gill? How do you kind of um, put words to it, Mike, with, with what Nebraska could have in Riola? Well, you had the recruiting class that included uh, Eric Crouch and Bobby Newcomb. Uh, you know, Bobby played as a true freshman as a receiver and then competed with Eric uh, for the quarterback job. Uh, that was a big deal. I, you know, one thing that, that I remember a lot of talk about was the recruitment of Harrison Beck out of Clearwater, Florida. <laughs> yes. You know, that was in 2005, that 2005 recruiting class, uh, Harrison Beck was a four-star recruit. It, it included two five-star recruits, um, Marlon Lucky and uh, Zachary Bowman, who was a transfer from uh, New, Mex- New Mexico Military Institute uh, Junior College. Uh, had had uh, uh, I counted these up for the for the newsletter, I think of uh, 31 signees on the list on letter of intent day, uh, 11 of them were uh, four stars and then the two five-star ones. So that was a pretty, pretty big, uh, pretty big deal uh, back in 2005. But the thing that I remember most was there was just a lot of discussion about Harrison Beck and, you know, was he going to come here and, and once he made a commitment, you know, that was it. You know, Bill Callahan said, I'm not looking at any more quarterbacks. He's the guy. And uh, like Zach Taylor was in that class as well. Thank we God. How, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know how the Harrison, they brought in Zach just to uh, push him, you know, push him to be better. And uh, he pushed him so hard that he pushed him right out. And uh, <laughs> Zach was a really good quarterback, but uh yeah, this is probably about, uh, you know, Tommy Frazier, that was a big deal. Uh, I think he initially it looked like he was going to commit to Colorado, and then Colorado got another quarterback whose name I forget. but Coy Detmer. Detmer, yeah, okay. Um, and then it kind of came down to Nebraska and Clemson, I think, with, with uh, Tommy. But that was a, that was a good uh, that was a good get for Nebraska, obviously. And, uh, you know, Turner Gill, it, it kind of came down to uh, Nebraska and Oklahoma uh, with Turner. And uh, that was always a big, you know, big battle recruiting when Nebraska and Oklahoma actually went head to head. You know, that Nebraska would get, a, would get a guy that Oklahoma was going after. I think same thing with Mickey Joseph, actually. I think it came down to Nebraska and Oklahoma with him. Um, so, yeah, those were the days. But you didn't have social media and you didn't have all – discussion that goes on on the internet uh, and all the publicity that goes along with being a five-star quarterback and making a decommit from a team that just won a national championship uh, to uh, uh, come to Nebraska. So uh, this is about as good as it gets in terms of what Nebraska is able to accomplish in recruiting. Mike, I want to get your thoughts on the, the Miami flair that is in this class. A couple of flips today from the city of Miami. And 
Uh, I think there's five different guys in the class from the city of Miami. What's your take on that? Miami's been a place that Nebraska's gone to before in terms of the, the grander history of Husker football. It's been a little bit since there's been success. You remember that class of guys back in, I believe, 2018, where uh, none of those Florida guys ended up sticking around. Uh, so not as much recent success down there. What's your, your thoughts on Nebraska going back to Miami in this class of 2024? You know, I think it's a, I think it's important, as I said, and I, and I also think, you know, there's uh, when Dylan Riola makes a commitment to Nebraska or when there's all this discussion going on via the Internet again, um, I think that in any at any school, when you get a five star guy like that or you have there's talk of a five star guy that maybe was going to come to your school, um, it brings in guys from other places. You know, you, you get other players committing that you wouldn't have gotten otherwise. And I think that the Florida thing is probably partly that, you know, a couple guys change. And why did they change? Because there was discussion. My guess is there was at least some of the influence was discussion of Riola and was he going to decommit from Georgia and come to Nebraska. And that's the other thing that not only do you get him, but you get other players of a high quality that are taking a look at your program because um, one guy gets others mike will get your take on the legacy part of this discussion where you have a lot of really talented former huskers uh having their their sons choose nebraska and really a who's who list of guys that uh papa bear performed on the field a lot of rings won a lot of new year's day bowl games a lot of high nfl draft picks and long nfl careers now it's junior's turn yeah, I think that's pretty cool. You know, the thing is, I'm sure that in, in most cases, the father said, you know, do what you think is best for you. You know, don't make a decision entirely based on the fact that I played there and I had this kind of success. Do what you think is best. But, you know, they come out and decide they think it's best for them. And so they make the decision to come here. And it, it's, it's always good, I think, when, when you have that kind of a situation. And, uh, and the numbers this year, what, what did we have, a half dozen? Um, yeah, you had well, a total, total uh, what, five? Five. 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 Yep. Okay, five, yeah. Um, I think that's, I think, again, that speaks well for your program because I don't believe that the father was necessarily saying, you got to go there because that's where I went. And in some cases, um, I think uh, student athletes say, I don't want to go there because I don't want the pressure of expectation because of what my father did but um, in this case we got five that said hey yeah we're gonna do it and i think that's good i like that mike as the the young guy in the room can you give me a, a ken clark memory i feel like those other guys maybe a little bit closer to my time and ken son quinn obviously in the class here ken passing away 10 years ago uh here in a couple of months and i want to get your, your memories of him because that's the guy that i, I don't think uh, at least among the younger fans, he was incredible. Down. He was incredible. He was. He was. He was on the cover of the media guide his senior year. I mean, that's how good, how, how good he was. And that was kind of a question of he didn't necessarily have all the players around him that were that were was going to put you in the national championship discussion. But he was. He was kind of a. Um, he kind of led the charge, and really during Tom Osborne's. Uh, uh, 25 seasons as head coach, just about every season, 
you could find us at some point in the season, Nebraska was in a position where you thought, hey, it could play for a national championship. But, uh, yeah, Ken Clark, that's how good he was. He was on the cover of the media guide. That takes a lot. Kenny Clark outdueled Barry Sanders uh, uh, one October day in 1988. And then Ken Clark's story I heard from Eric Dickerson because Kenny was the, the backup back to Dickerson when he got traded to Indy. Mm. This is the late 80s. So uh, Clark would drive whatever Eric wasn't driving in Eric's garage. Uh, Dickerson told me. So, I, and, and it may have been the infamous A&M Gold Trans Am once in a while. Uh, so, uh, this was 100 years ago. We talked to Eric Dickerson, but he had just fond memories of of the late, great Ken Clark. So yeah, we, yeah, uh, sad. yeah absolutely sad. Mike, uh, good day for the Big Red. Thanks for sharing some thoughts on signing day with us. And uh, we'll check in with you in the new year, bud. Yeah, it makes me feel old when I see tons of players that I experienced, cover right? Experienced. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. There he is, Mike Babcock at MD Babs on Twitter. Big thanks to Mike. Uh, signing day 2024 rolls forward. Pride of Fairbury, NBC Sports. Bill Dolman joins us next on Hale Varsity.